Welcome to Soundings Mindful Media Podcast. I'm Dudley Evanson, and for more than four decades, my husband Dean Evanson and I have created music and media that supports healing people and the planet. In our Soundings Podcasts, we share interviews with wisdom keepers we have met in the course of our life journey. To learn more about our activities and releases, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Over half a century, Dean and I have been inspired by our Native American brothers and sisters in their advocacy of protecting Mother Earth. Here, we document the launch of the Spirit of the Waters totem pole journey across Washington and Oregon. It will travel along the Snake River, the Columbia, and to the Salish Sea. The tour supports the indigenous-led movement to remove the Snake River dams and restore salmon runs to their health. Orca, or southern resident killer whales, depend on the salmon to survive. The mission of the totem pole journey is to inspire, inform, and engage Pacific Northwest communities for activism through science, art, intergenerational voices, ceremony, and cross-cultural collaboration. The opening traditional song and words are by Lummi Nation Elder and House of Tears carver, Doug James, and his wife, Siamuit, who is also a carver. And draw to each and every one of you that's taken this breath of time out of your life, you know, to come and share this moment with us. Thanking you for your support. It really does matter, you know, because it's going to take one heart and one mind to uh, make a shift in uh, what's been happening on Turtle Island here. Because it's our voices, it's going to be your voices that's going to pass something down if we can uh, shift it and make it, uh, we, maybe we can't stop what's happening, but maybe we can slow it down to where our kids will have something. Maybe they can taste the salmon, you know, from this day forward, you know, if uh, we can make them salmon survive or the orca also you know because that's their chocolate you know so yeah so we have to save them for the orcas too you know we're, we're just speaking up for those that don't have a voice for the salmon and for the orcas you know that have been uh, trying to put a message out to us for a long time the whale the orca here the baby that's on the nose of the orca here, that's a new addition, you know, because um, it's representing Telequal, uh, tried to put it out there to the world. Are you paying attention? For 17 days, she pushed her baby through the waters, you know, and she was trying to say it as loud as she could. Do you care what's happening to our babies here? Our babies are dying. Our babies are dying. And that's the only way that they could have expressed it by what she did. So that's why that baby's on this whale here today, because it's drawing attention to what's happened and what's happening out there yet. So your prayers really do matter. 
they do make a difference. You know, Creator, Lord, God, you know, help us do what we can do to help those that can't help themselves. The song that we're going to share with you is called the Eich Schwalowen. Eich Schwalowen, it means to be of one heart and one mind. <coughs> and that song came to us back in the 90s when a, a minky whale beached herself in our, our uh, shorelines there. Brother Jewel Sussiath was there with others that tried to put that whale back out in the water, but the tide was going out and they lost the battle, you know, they only couldn't move her so far and the tide went out. And as she was laying there in the sand, the last few heartbeats, uh, we heard this song that she left with us. And as her last few heartbeats, a song came and uh, we captured that song. When we say we're from Lummi, that means that shows our, our nationalism. When we say that we're Clactamish, that shows that we are from the Salish Sea. And that shows our relationship to one another. And it shows our relationship to our relatives that are north of the border and, and down the border, east and west. We are related to many nations. We're on um, this... We're kicking off the, the next journey this year. Thank you for being part of this, of this event here. We're on our, on our way to go to the lower Columbia River to, and also to the Snake River to do what we all have been fighting for for a while now, to remove those, those dams that need to be removed. We need to restore the salmon runs. We need to replenish the food for our orcas, our beloved relatives, our Colmichton. We have, we have a mission in mind. We're not doing this for any greedy reasons. We're doing this out of love. And that's why we are doing this. And we feel the love that we have with each other. We also remember our relatives who have suffered with the replacement of those dams when they destroyed the Salilo Falls. Imagine your way of life being removed in one particular day, in one particular moment, such as particularly March 10th, 1957, when they killed Salilo Falls. And it's time to restore Mother Nature back to how it is intended, as falls should fall, as rivers shall flow. It is up to, up to God to decide how rivers shall flow. Man should stop destroying the rivers and stop killing the salmon like how they've been doing for the last half of a century. Before that time, our salmons have run freely in these waters, north, south, east, and west. The salmons were the, were the ways that our people have all sustained themselves. It was our way that we communicated with each other. It was the way that we, we, we traveled. It was the way that we, we fed our, our people. We, we, are the sam we are salmon people. We, we, we intend for the salmon to, to continue, just as we in intend to continue. This is a continuation of a life, of a Shalangan, of a life form. We are all salmon people. The salmon is what makes this beautiful area the way that it is. We are in a unique environment. This the biodiversity is so beautiful here. And we can thank the salmon for our beautiful place that we live in. 
So we're we're on this way to fight for the salmon and then restore the the, the orca population because they will have the food that they need to survive and we will have what we need to survive and that's through the salmon. We are salmon people. The next speaker is our good friend Jewel James, treaty activist and Lummi Nation master carver of the House of Tears Carvers. For much of his professional life, Jewel has been in the judicial courts or in the halls of Congress, advocating for treaty rights to be upheld and tribal sovereignty be respected. He continues the good fight, but often with a large totem pole in hand. I just want to uh, thank Doug and uh, Siamuet and uh, Fred for coming up and saying all the things they said. I don't want to repeat uh, those things, but I, I really appreciate the churches always coming out and uh, doing their best to try to find a way to be involved in the attempts to save the air, to save the water, to save the forest, to save the people. We hope you keep up those campaigns. As you know, in 1987 there was an apology, or if you don't know, there was an apology of churches that was re uh, uh, released in 1987, and it was uh, renewed in 1999 and 2007, and the churches did not renew it in 2017. One of the ministers was uh, asking my opinion about that, and what I said was, you didn't do anything. Uh, you show up uh, the same as if you were trying to evangelize or uh, get us converted just like before. Well, what do you, what do you think we should do? You should have uh, got a commitment amongst all denominations where every, every sermon, every time church begins, all you had to say was, God created all things. All things are sacred. That's all you had to do. And you would have had 40 years of children growing up with that in their mind and in their heart. You would have made progress in reversing some of the idea that the world is supposed to be dominated or can be dominated or can be exploited. We say what we witness is the pillaging and the raping of Mother Earth. Everything has a song. Everything vibrates. My brother got up and sang the last song that whale ever sang. The, the whale down in Florida, she sings her pod song all alone when nobody can bear witness. She sings for her mother. She sings for her grandmother. She sings for her family. The trees are singing. There's so much new evidence that science has not even began to appreciate that the earth really is alive, that we're a part of a living being. But you know, the earth will always go on and it will get rid of us one day. It has happened before. It has happened before. Mother Earth can live without us. We can't live without her. And so we got to do the things we can to try to get the churches and the environmental groups and the citizens and the tribes and the communities and the politicians to all work together to continue moving forward to try to change the laws that stop the exploitation, that stops the damages. I'm proud that the new administration is reversing some of the attempts that was going to authorize the pillaging of some of our national parks. 
That's progress backwards. We're taking a step back to where we were. We uh, Two steps forward, one step back, but we have to always be vigilant. We always have to pay attention. This year we carved uh, three salmon. There's only two here. There's another nine-footer that uh, the ex-chairman of the Yakima Nation, he took it up from the beginning of the Columbia River all the way up to the Snake River making stops. He was doing ceremony. He was doing prayers. He was... Uh, preparing the way for us, but more importantly, he was communicating with nature in the ceremonial ways of his people. These larger salmon, these are eight-foot ones, they're to represent the 150-pound Chinook hogs that used to go into the Columbia River and the Snake River. They were huge, 150-pound salmon. Imagine catching that on a hook and line. <laughs> there was a real old man. We thought he was insane that uh, we grew up next door to, and he had a 14-inch web net. We thought he was crazy. We didn't know that you looked up that big. But by the time we came of age, they were already over-harvested. The original Chinook, the wild Chinook, were disappearing and they were being replaced by little 10-pound, 15-pound hatchery Chinooks. we got to do what we can to save the rivers. If, however, for those tribes that we're going to be visiting, the Chinooks, the Cayuse, the people of Salilo Falls, the Warm Springs, the Yakima, the Umatilla, the Shoshone, the Bannock, the Nez Perce, they're all Chinook people. It's their choice, not our choice. All we can do is stand behind them, support them. If they want the dams removed, then we want to be standing behind them, giving them our support. But they have to call for the removal of the dams. They have to be the leaders, and we have to be the followers. And so we hope that this totem pole journey will be an opportunity for all of us to get together and continue to have a dialogue on how we can work in unity, how we can support each other, how we can encourage each other, how we can walk hand in hand. We don't have to be violent. We just have to be outspoken. If you don't speak up, the politicians will never hear you. If you don't speak up, the Supreme Court will begin reversing some of the progress we made. It's up to us to make sure that the right decisions are coming out of the court. It's United citizens, the court decision of the United citizens still stands. That, that decision allows the corporations to line the pockets of politicians. We can't stop it. They said those corporations are human beings, are citizens. We know they're not. They're artificial. They're like a piece of paper. They don't have the emotional attachment to the world that we do. So thank you for coming out and joining us. Thank you. This next speaker is Santana Hazel Rose Rabang, an indigenous youth leader and activist. Hello, my respected people. My name is Santana Rabang. I come from Lummi. I'm here to share a few words with you. I don't know the Lummi language, and I'm still learning how to speak it. Thank you for being here today. My hands go up to you. Uh, first, I just want to start off by raising my hands to everyone that was involved in, in making this totem pole journey happen. I'm really excited to be speaking next to 
Joel, Doug, and Siamowit. Um, I had the privilege of speaking with Doug and Siamowit at the um, last event at Maritime Heritage Park where we spoke on removing um, the Snake River dams. Um, so I'm really thankful to be here and to speak on behalf of, um, not entirely on behalf of Lummi Nation, um, but I hope to make my people proud as I'm here representing our people. Um, I promised the next time that I would speak out that I would also give gratitude to my late Grandma Hazel. My grandma passed the year before I was born and unfortunately I never got to meet her. But the stories of her fishing and the story of her connection to the land have always lived through me. And throughout advocating on behalf of the salmon people um, and behalf of the dams being removed, I know that she's here with me and she's looking down on me and, and, and is proud of me. Um, advocating on behalf of salmon is, is not only in, in return advocating on behalf of the rivers, advocating on behalf of orcas, the eagles, the bears, the ecosystem, but it's also advocating on behalf of indigenous communities who not only have relied heavily on salmon since time immemorial, but rely heavily as it is such a huge pillar within native culture. Um, it doesn't only provide our connection to the land, but as I opened up with showing gratitude with my, with my grandma, it also provides the connection of the people who came before us that have fight, fought tooth and nail on behalf of the salmon. And we see such this huge decline of our salmon runs not only have the effect on the ecosystem, but just as indigenous peoples as a whole. Um, we've been asking ourselves, who would we be without salmon? And imagining this is so hard. It's really hard. Um, and the question around this is, well, what are we going to do about it and how can we promote unity? And working with uh, Daryl Hilaire and having mentorship under him and Jay Julius, I'm reminded that leadership comes in being able to gather the people. And for you to all be here and be here on this day, you guys are contributing to something much bigger. And I am on my healing journey myself as an indigenous woman who is um, reconnecting to roots, reconnecting to culture. There's been so many things that have been taken from us, attempted to be stripped from us, but here we are as indigenous people still standing strong, resilient, still standing on behalf of Mother Earth as we consider ourselves the, t the caretakers of this land. And being the caretakers of this land means advocating on not only behalf of salmon, but all living things. And as it was so beautifully said before, we speak on behalf of the voiceless, having a voice for those who can't speak them for themselves is really important to us. Um, so I just want to raise my hands to everyone who has come here and um, has just shown your support in any way possible. So, and I'm also glad to have been able to be presented the opportunity to speak here on behalf of the younger generations because these fights are going to be left to us and um, they are showing the way. They're showing the way of tribal leadership and our responsibilities and so I'm really happy to just be here and, and speak behind such beautiful people. So, Haishka. Come on, give her a big round of applause. 
Now we hear from Jay Julius, former Lummi Nation tribal chairman and founder and president of the indigenous-led nonprofit organization, Cecile, which is fiscal sponsor of the Spirit of the Waters totem pole journey. For me, uh, well, thank you. First of all, all of you, um, this place is always so supportive. Uh, Deb, Beth, and the list goes on and on of individuals I've known for since the Coalport fight and on and on and on. The biggest crowd that I ever got to share our story with and my family's story with was at the Portland General Assembly. I think there was four or 5,000 people. It was a... Uh, an amazing, amazing audience and, a, and an amazing opportunity to share our story that isn't told very often with individuals who had a heart to hear. And uh, it's always a great pleasure to be here and always thankful for all of you here. So big haisha to each and every one of you. Uh, I don't want to take up too much time, but I do want to, um, I mean, Jewel and Doug and Siamawit and uh, the y y young lady, Santana, young lady back there that spoke so eloquently, so well. Jewel said it all. Um, but I, I really want to thank Jewel and Doug um, for the years in Siamawit. Uh, Jewel and Doug's mom uh, was my Grandma Vila's sister. So uh, my father passed at a very young age, and uh, I, I get to feel a lot of my father with Jewel and Doug. And, uh, and I remember so many different things as a child being with them, and one of them was cutting wood somewhere. My father died when I was seven, so I was very young. But, but I remember Doug cutting big slivers out of my cousin Tony's hand with a knife and all the brothers holding him down and he was screaming and Doug was laughing and he had this big buck knife and he cuts it out and pulls it out. But my memories are all about laughter, family, uh, uh, fishing, and uh, hard work, and, and community, love, and, and that's what they bring with this every time this takes place. It's more than a carving. But Jewel, I, I really wanna thank you for always um, stepping up no matter what the cause is. In 9-11, in, in, uh, when that took place, um, I remember I lived in California at the time and uh, I was in California last year and the chairman of Pechanga brought up the totem pole journey and he was following it. And, and you bring awareness in a way and you're so humble. But if I could list all of the things that I am grateful for and my future generations will be grateful for, Jewel mentioned the 87 letter from the churches. He didn't mention uh, uh, a fight with the IRS for all people, um, all indigenous people. Uh, where criminal behavior was taking place. Jewel uh, fought that fight for us. Um, so many different things. The Coalport, uh, Arlico Creek, uh, Chalktunum. Um, so many, so many, so many things. And uh, I'm just thankful for that. And in Billy's, Billy Frank's first page of his book, Tell the Truth, uh, I see Jewel's name in there. Even though it's not there, Billy Frank is thankful to the Lummi for the fight that I just mentioned that 
Jewel, in my opinion, single-handedly fought for our people, for everyone. And uh, so I just want to share that. And, and I want to remind each and every one of you, um, in Europe, we went to MIT a couple of weeks ago, and, and uh, I shared with an audience, um, and I didn't plan this, I didn't have anything written down, but I couldn't understand how one could flee their ancestors and their ancestral territory. But as I've dug deep, because that's not who we are as a people, and uh, we are still one with, people venture off on their vacations and go be with nature. These guys and all of us are one with nature. We've got one foot in that world and one foot stuck caught up in this world. And we're trying to find that balance and translate for the things that can't speak. But uh, as we research European history and the fight and struggle to save salmon in Europe for many, many centuries, and the failure to do so, it now helps me understand why we are where we are today. And on the East Coast, the pattern that took place in Europe, and then the arrival here from the newcomers, and then the extinction, extermination of salmon, the decay of rivers, the decay of resources in Europe, and then the following, uh, no more production. Uh, as Jewel said, this dominant, supreme mentality over. <clears throat> and there was a severed relationship somewhere along the line, and, and that's kind of what, how, the only way I can explain what we're all facing and what we're all living through right now. East Coast, Sacramento, now the Columbia. There are no June hogs anymore. It's like a myth. Um, but we have friends who we're going to see on this trip who have pictures of themselves catching them not too long ago. But the Columbia, we've got the Nooksack here, you've got the Skagit in the Fraser. then what? What's left? And that's kind of where we're at. But uh, one thing we all have, all of us, is a treaty. An immigrant sovereign came together with my family in 1855. And the true sovereigns and the immigrant sovereigns entered into a marriage, a relationship. And it's been a struggle. But I, I just want to leave with this, that it's your treaty too. It's not an Indian thing. It's not an Indian thing. It's all of ours. It's our hope. It's our future. If we honor, Article 6 of the United States Constitution states that the most supreme law of the land is a treaty with the United States. And if the Yakima, the Umatilla, the Nez Perce, the Shoshone Bannock are struggling and they're facing extinction as a people, and the treaty between all of us that we all should honor is being dishonored. I think we need to have a voice and find balance because we can come together and we can do this together as one. It's not us or them. It's how do we come together through this marriage and right some of the wrongs and honor this oneness that we all have with nature. Um, we are, we can, like Jewel said, Earth can survive without us, but we cannot survive without her. And, uh, um, Jewel brings hope. Doug, you, all of you bring hope. Thank you for that. Thank you for being here. Thank you for uh, moderating and, and uh, being a voice. Hi, to everyone. Thank you. And finally, 
We hear music from Peter Ali, Native American flautist and flute maker. Peter and Jean collaborated on the album Prayers on the Wind, Native American and Silver Flutes. you will support this important work. We need to join together to restore and heal our planet. You can also watch video of this event on our Soundings Mindful Media YouTube channel or search Spirit of the Waters Totem Pole Journey to learn more. Thank you for listening to our Soundings Mindful Media podcast. We hope you've enjoyed this program. To learn more about our music, guided meditations, books, and videos, please visit our website and blog at soundings.com. Peace through music blessings.